hello, hello. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of Rough Cut Reality Check. If you've been tuning in all month, you know that we've been, been doing our Choosing You series where I featured amazing women, influential women. Each week on the show, we talk about fear, comparison, and now we're going to discuss purpose. And I didn't think there was anyone better to talk about this other than the Destiny Inspire. She's a transformational speaker, empowerment juggernaut, and she's just done amazing things with empowering women, empowering the youth, um, empowering men to live out their purpose and fulfill their destiny and be their best selves. So say hello, Destiny. Hi. I'm so glad to be here with you, Princess. Yes, I'm so happy to have you here. Oh my goodness. I remember we met through Cousin Kobe way back when I was in Augusta. And I think we're both in Atlanta now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, yes. and yes. Yes, ma'am. We actually need to catch up and do brunch or something. But definitely, yeah. I didn't even know you were in Atlanta. Girl, yeah, I moved here August 2019, so I'm going on two years this summer of being okay. Atlantean. <laughs> I'm um, January made two years for me, so yes. just, yeah, same time, so that's cool. I'm excited. Well, I know since then you've just done really amazing things with empowering people, focusing on purpose, and breaking down those walls so people can be their best selves, so I really want to have you on to talk about that, and I guess we'll kind of start off by just sharing your story with people, because I know you have a really impactful story she wasn't always a transformational speaker I'm sure y'all figured right. it out every transformational speaker because that's a very that's a different kind of speaker okay they they go in there <laughs> and change some things around you will not be comfortable listening to them her job is to make you uncomfortable so you can be truly happy with your life and happy with yourself so definitely give us the background on your story and what led you into stepping into your power in such a really influential role like transformational speaking yeah, it's so interesting that you started off talking about how we first met through Cousin Kobe. And so mm -hmm. when I met Kobe and met you guys in the, you know, the whole community, I was um, married at the time. I was Destiny Irby. Mm -hmm. And I was in a season of my life where I was starting just all the way over. My marriage was pretty much falling apart at the seams. I would be divorced mm -hmm. any any day now. Mm -hmm. And I really had just lost my identity. I was basically born and raised in the church. I was a PK, the church girl. So right. I was on every auxiliary, youth right. ministry, media ministry, secretary, mm -hmm. everything you can name. And I just got so accustomed to creating this religious lifestyle that I lost my relationship with God. And so I lost myself. And so mm -hmm. when I started going through like uh, divorce, suffering with depression, suicidal thoughts, loss of identity I realized that I had created this life that I did not love mm -hmm. and that I did not even like and so meeting you guys which was you know our community at the time that's when I saw everyone kind of had something going for themselves they had some type yeah. of business or some type of idea or some type of something that set their soul on fire and yeah. for me I didn't have that but I wanted that like I wanted to know what is what is my purpose why am I here like this can't be the best God has for me this can't be my best life right. because I'm drowning in my sorrows I'm drowning in depression but yet I'm smiling at everybody and I'm trying to be strong and still trying to help everybody else but my life is falling apart and so when i had to come face to face with like some really hard decisions. I was like, Des, you're going to have to decide if you're going to continue to just live like this and just 
call it a life, continue to stay in depression, continue to keep masking who you are, continue to keep just going through the motions and functioning and not flourishing, mm-hmm. or you're going to make the decision to go after something, to discover who you are, to go through that process and that journey of healing. And so that's what I did. I went through the process of just trying to heal from a lot of the traumas that I was experiencing yeah. mm-hmm. and, and trying to identify who is destiny at her core. Like mm-hmm. w- what does destiny even want out of life? And so that's where the journey of transformation first took place in myself. And I always right, say, I went, yeah, with me. And so I always, I went from broken to brilliant. And the brilliant thing was that I, I made a decision that I wanted to go after something that I could not even see. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a lot of grit, a lot of grace and a lot of grind to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I went on that journey. It's been with three, three years now. Yeah. And I kept connecting with, you know, like-minded people who I saw were making a difference in their world, whether it was in the industry of speaking or coaching or whatever. I just connected with people who were on that same pathway. And it encouraged me to know that there's a better life out there that you're not living, but Mm -hmm. you're going to have to put in some work to do it. You're going to have to do the dirty work. You're going to have to go through the process of elimination and eliminating the people out of your life that don't serve you anymore, eliminating um, toxic mindsets that have been limiting you. uh, Where This is, you know, a season where we're praising the black woman and you know it's being right. one of the most educated the most so it's like you got to realize like these things are available to you but you have to go get them they're not going to come and fall in your lap and yeah. so that's when I started you know getting coaching I started co- getting coached myself and then as a result of me getting coached the transformation that happened in my life that's when I decided I want to be a coach I want to help coach other people and although I want to coach I'm like I want to be able to talk to women who experienced some of the same things I've experienced and not just that, but women who are at a point in their life where they feel like they can't start over. For me, after divorce, I had to do three things. I had to reinvent, redefine and realign my life. And now I coach women on being able to do the same thing, reinvent, redefine and realign your life and know that it's never too late to do that. You can start over as many times as you need to. And so that's what's led me to where I am now. And I've been consistent with it just ever since was really wanting to help women experience a full transformation in their life I love how you said it was a decision that you made because some people yeah. say, you wake up and you just oh I know my purpose and it's like as you age and you deal with life and you go through ups and downs like that you know sometimes can chip at your spirit and you have to make that active decision to take control and choose yourself and start seeking out your purpose and living in it. So I love how you made that decision when you were basically like enough is enough. I'm done not feeling like, you know, I don't have anything to give or what Mm -hmm. is there left out there for me to do? And so you mentioned the process. What did that process look like for you? Because I'm sure it wasn't, you know, you made the decision, everything Mm -hmm. after that. What were some of the roadblocks you faced as you decided to kind of chip away at the old destiny and step into the new? Yeah, so some of the roadblocks that I encountered was one, my own limiting beliefs. Again, Mm -hmm. I come from a very, you know, strict religious background. And so a lot of the things that I was raised to believe kind of went against and were counterproductive to what I wanted to believe. So as it even pertains to women and the role that women can play and the power that they can have and what, you know, what they're capable of being called and doing. So I had to let go of some of the limiting beliefs to know that just because I'm a woman or because I'm a, a, a girl, 
doesn't mean I can't walk in power, doesn't mean I can't walk in leadership, you know, it doesn't mean that I can't do a lot of things. So really it was my kind of my religious background. And again, I had to move from religion to actual relationship with God. But a lot of the religious things that we do as far as like different styles of dress or different, you know, belief systems, those were limiting me. And so I was always kind of afraid to do certain things or, you know, push the envelope because it's like, "Mm, is this, you know, is this really a thing? That and then my environment. So there's three E's that I always literally preach about and that's environment experiences and exposure so when I had to change my environment because the same environment that I was in it's almost like an elephant that you've taken out of the wild and you've now tied him to a little peg right. in the ground and he thinks that he can't get break break free from it and so my environment caused me to believe that I was stuck so I had to change my environment and then experience because I experienced a lot of trauma a lot of failure my experiences also played a role in limiting me and my Mm -hmm. beliefs because I felt like, you know, it's almost you adapt to this learned helplessness. You think about every time that you failed and you automatically assume that's going to always be the outcome. And so those negative experiences, I had to create new experiences for myself that superseded the old ones. And it really was a mentality shift. It was a mindset shift. So as I began to create new experiences, they took the place of the old old ones and all it takes is just one time to experience something good now if I've done it once I can keep perpetuating the same thing right and then my exposure I had to then expose myself to something that I had never seen before I had to change my level of exposure because we live our life Dr. Maya Angelou rest her soul she says we live in direct relationship to our heroes and our sheroes so I had to change the heroes and the sheroes that I had in my life or who I looked up to because Mm. they would show me that it's possible right Right. before I met people like Colby and yourself I didn't know that speaking was a thing like I didn't know that was a such thing I didn't know it was a career I didn't know coaching was a a reputable thing like I never seen that before where I come from you know we don't even believe in motivational speakers either you're a preacher or you're not and even then women do not preach you're not a preacher so my whole social construct was made up of things that things that i realized weren't really true and so when I changed my environment I created new experiences and I and I opened up my level of exposure to see like no like you can do things that you never knew you could do because it's been done before again Dr. Maya Angelou she quotes she used to quote a Roman playwright by the name of Terrence and he would say homo sum humani ni aniline un punto meaning nothing human can be alien to me so if there's one human who's capable of doing it people like Mahatma Gandhi people like um, Martin Luther King if they're able to rise above every circumstance and create a new life and live that life in abundance and I have the same capabilities too so if I have a level of exposure that shows me it's been done before that means I can do it again because nothing human can ever be alien to me right, right. and so environment experience and exposure were three of the roadblocks that I had had to get over and that I had to really kind of conquer before I could go through that process of transformation. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was a lot. And it, it sounds like a lot of, sounds like the realignment stage, kind of the redefining yeah. realignment stage that you went through. And mm-hmm. I love how 
you broke it down into, it's not just, you know, I made the decision, but I have to also address my past experiences. I have to address my circle, who I'm spending my time with. I have to address, you know, generational habits, my mindset. It's a lot of things that go into believing that you're good enough for your purpose. You're good enough to fulfill what you feel like you've been called to do. So it's definitely very layered. And I love how you also teach that kind of that layered process to women and break it down step-by-step and showing them um, how to get to that point of feeling empowered. Uh, what's the greatest piece of advice you can give to them who, someone who's not really sure about it, they don't feel like they're adequate enough to step into their purpose. What would you say to that woman? I would tell her that everyone started at ground zero. No one starts with everything. Like we all have to start at a level playing field, regardless of what that looks like. And if you are on this earth, and you are living, you are breathing, you are a a creature, you're an organism, whatever you want to call yourself. If you have breath in your body, then you have a purpose and you have a destiny. You are created by a supreme divine being. And I believe in the true, you know, living God of the universe. And I know that he doesn't make mistakes. And so I would tell that queen, she has to be able to see herself through the eyes of the creator, the way the creator saw his creation. So in the very beginning, when God created man, He said, behold, it is very good. And so we begin to see ourselves through the eyes of the creator and not through the eyes of other creatures. We'll understand that we are very good. So everything about us has to come from us, has to be good because we serve a good God and that he didn't make any mistakes when he placed you here. And so every experience that we go through, we have to condition our minds and tell ourselves that everything I experience is perfect for my growth. Mm -hmm. So there are no mistakes. There are no pitfalls. Yes, we we say we have mistakes, but everything can be used and repackaged. Everything can be reverse engineered. So I had to extract the purpose out of my pain, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's how I'm able to do what I do. I wouldn't be Destiny Inspire. I wouldn't be the Empowerment Juggernaut if I didn't understand that everything I experience is perfect for my growth. And once you shift your minds and understand that whatever you are experiencing has got to have a reason behind us. That means I've got to be someone great. There's something on the inside of me that's trapped, that's waiting Mm -hmm. to get out. I just have to learn how to use my current experiences and my current circumstance to extract that out of me and just know that you're destined for greatness. And for someone that may feel like, you know, they're rock bottom, I can even go so far as to say J.K. Rowling, who was one of the most famous authors of our time, who wrote the entire Harry Potter series, said that rock bottom became the foundation from which I built my life. And so I study people who had difficult paths and not easy journeys, but made the decision and put the action into becoming great. So it lets me know, again, homo sum homani ni anili ne puto. Nothing, nothing human can be alien to me. So if someone was able to do it, then I can too. We're made of the same flesh and blood. We come from the same creator. And so you just have to make the decision to take the necessary steps to extract that out of you, but know that you have purpose and you have a calling on your life and you're not a mistake. I love that. And I, I, one of the questions I was thinking about asking you actually was what's your favorite quote or someone who's really, <laughs> so I love how you kind of I'm mentioned big on quotes. Too. Yeah. I love I how love you it. mentioned the influences along the way. Cause sometimes people look at people who came from a rough past or had a bumpy journey to being who they are now and they don't they just look at their greatness they don't think about what really you know played a role in who they became who they are yeah so I love how you pointed out some of those different inspirational nuggets and transformational nuggets that really 
shaped you into the empowerment juggernaut and the new destiny that you are today. If you have any final words of encouragement, support for someone who's feeling kind of hopeless, helpless, lost, stuck in a hole of feeling purposeless, what would you, what would be some of your final pieces of advice to them? Yeah, for someone who may be in that season right now where they may feel like, you know, they don't have purpose. Maybe life has dealt you a hand or maybe you just can't seem to find your way. I would tell you to ask yourself some really hard questions, sit with yourself and ask yourself, if I had a magic wand and I do this with my coaching clients, if I had a magic wand and I could wave that magic wand and I could be anything or do anything that I wanted to do, what would it be? What would that look mm-hmm. like? And I challenge them to write that down, write it out mm-hmm. and then go back and look at that list and I'll make the decision. Why can't I do it? What's holding you back from it? And then when you find out what's holding you back, write that out too. What are the obstacles? And now after you write that out, now what's the solution to it? What is something that I can do today? What's one step, one decision, one phone call, one affirmation? What's that one thing that I can do now that will get me on that road to looking at that paper with the Mm -hmm. magic wand? Because again, we have the power to manifest our mind, Mm -hmm our hearts and our mouth is all connected. And we just have to make that connection from the thoughts that we think to what's in our heart, to letting it come out of our mouth and then believe it. And then we will begin to align ourselves with it and become that. So you're never helpless, you're never hopeless. As long as you have breath in your body, you have a brain, you have a heart, you have a mouth, you can recreate your life. Mm -hmm. It's just as simple as that. You just have to stick to it and make that decision. And put in the action. I love it. Let me do that exercise tonight. (laughs) Get my my life. Uh, That leads me right into you sharing where people can find you, your coaching program, how people can get in contact with you, whether collaborative or for coaching. So definitely go ahead and share that. And I'll also leave all of your links and information in the show notes too. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm at destiny underscore inspire on Instagram at destiny underscore inspire. They can contact me from there. My link tree has all my booking, my books, everything like that. Or you can go straight to my website, which is destinyinspire.com. You can book a call with me, a consultation to see if coaching is right for you. You can also uh, book for any type of event or speaking engagement. And I'm here to really collaborate with Queens to help them bring out their calling and walk that out in full effect. Love it. Love it. Well, I'll leave all that information under the show, you guys. Thank you so much, Destiny, for taking time. This has just been a blessing, blessing, blessing. I hope it blessed the listeners. I feel like purpose is something that everyone always wants to talk about because you're always trying to unlock that magic door of what is my purpose? How do I get there? So people like you who are in that profession and really take time to empower people and help them unlock that are truly, truly impactful. And I just love talking with you. So no, thank you. and I want to add in there too, to mm-hmm. about the purpose, like purpose is progressive, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of times we tie purpose into a profession. Mm-hmm. So we tie purpose into what it is that we do. My purpose, I am not a speaker, coach, and author. That is not my purpose. Those mm-hmm. are the modalities by which I express my purpose. Because God forbid I didn't have a voice. Does that mean I no longer have a purpose? But if right. I couldn't write, 
I'm not an author. So purpose is bigger than just a profession that we choose to go in life. Purpose is your life's mission, right? So purpose is that thing that you do every single day that leads you to a greater destination. So purpose can be whether you're a parent or whether you're you're helping people or whether you're doing something that impacts your world. And the more you do it, you're going to find different modalities of that purpose. But you just stay the course and you'll see it. Steve Harvey once said something about purpose being like the thing you do with the least amount of effort. And it's something naturally that you do all the time. And so that reminded me of that. It's really something you do every day, just naturally. It's, it's a part of your soul. It's a part of your spirit. So thank you for your wisdom today. Thank you for your time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to leave a review, subscribe to the show, share the, the show on your Instagram, tag me and Destiny. Let us know what you think. I and mean, again, I'll leave all her information in the show notes for you guys. Check her out and we'll chat next week. Bye.